So, Joe, should we do the thing? Yeah, let's... <laughs> For all time's sake. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> That's it. We're going to use this, but there's going to be always going to be a tradition that we just have to clap. Yeah, we have to count down and clap. No one no one can know the secret that we... <laughs> we right? are singing the correct way. Everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Joe. I think, I think we're vocally warmed up. Yeah. Um, oh god, I've got to do an intro. Red leather, yellow leather, Joe. Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna intro the show. Alright. The show we do, now. Episode 68 of WTF Anime, the show that you should totally call if there's something strange in your neighbourhood. I am, as ever, your host Joe, and joining me is... Travis. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to do with that, Joe. Uh, you know, this is 68, but it's, all, it's also kind of like 68.5. <laughs> If we want to be honest, because it's—I it's, mean—it's more like sixty-eight point <laughs> seven. Um, in true WTF anime fashion, uh, this is a third attempt to the triumphant return. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, the <laughs> third chime. Wow, third chime's a charm. Mm. Nope, <laughs> as 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 they say. <laughs> so, if that's an indication of how this is going to go, fantastic. <laughs> We're back. No notes. <laughs> Yes, we, we, we have uh, recorded a few episodes in, in our absence uh, that likely we'll never see day. In our last episode, we talked about doing Beastars. Uh, we watched Beastars. Episode one's a fun time. Season one's a fun time. Season two, um, get fucked. Uh, and then we recently did an episode on <laughs> Promised Neverland because it's a great fucking first episode. It is. <laughs> Audio gremlins. <laughs> yeah, apparently uh, my audio sounded like a DJ went in there and was like, what if I remix this shit yeah. like hard? <laughs> uh, but, you know, I rewatched that today because I thought we were just redoing Promised Neverland Oop. because in in traditional fashion, Joe had one thing, but like we, we were on different pages slightly. And man, I started thinking that, that show was so much darker on rewatch of episode <laughs> one. So much darker. And then I was like, wait, Promise Neverland. Oh, shit. Neverland is where the kids never grow up. Oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I was going to say it's a fun time. Um, it's, it's not. It's, a, it's, a, uh, it's an engaging time. It's pretty. Everything has like that soft, glowy color palette mm -hmm. to it. Like it's supposed to be this idyllic childhood thing. And then it isn't. <laughs> and then the fucking nightmares happen. It's great. <laughs> Look at you, you cute little cow. I'm gonna eat you. Uh, but yeah, so that's uh that's a what five minute encapsulation of episode one of Promise Neverland. There you go. It's it fucking rules. Uh, the the other thing 
that uh, we have before we jump into what we watched for this episode that will hopefully uh, make it to air is um, in our absence, uh, we, we've talked a little bit about maybe adding a new format, maybe uh, like a one-on-one off. We we don't quite know, uh, but um, in in the tough times of the pandemic, we thought it would be like kind of a neat idea to uh, everyone's favorite thing is being like, hey, this is my favorite thing. Go go watch it and talk about it. So we might do a couple episodes that are like not anime uh, related. Yeah, it's going to be WTF whatever. <laughs> yeah, WTF ever. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've you've talked about Umbrella Academy. Oh, so much. I love that show. <laughs> and I, I really want to uh, get you to watch Owl House. Just because it's so good. Okay, I I don't even know what that is. <laughs> you you will hopefully watch it. Uh, uh, you know, October's coming up, so that's that's always fun fodder. Oh, I love the Spookums. Yeah. yeah, some hints and Spookums. It is as of time of recording, uh, the fourth of Halloween. So uh... yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, speaking of which, Joe, I, I don't know if you know this, but my all-time favorite horror movie series, Hellraiser is getting not one, but two reboots. I did see this. I am so excited. <laughs> Hulu, Octo- October 7th, I know exactly what I am doing on that date. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they're making the, the the pinhead character, they're doing it right, and they're making it female, like the actual book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, weird, that. Yeah! So excited. Yeah. And HBO Max, series. Hellraiser series. I'm hoping they follow the comic books. Yeah, there's comic books. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there is. Uh, but yeah, we shall we shall have to. Uh, we'll see what we we do specifically. Yeah. Um, I I have a lot of ideas, um, especially for a spooky month, and uh, ideas beyond that. And with the way that WTF anime works, uh, Travis is picking the first thing because then I don't have to do all the work. I just get to watch a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well. No, let's be honest, Joe, because you always do this. You frame things in a certain way, but there's there's some duplicity there when you do that, because what you did is poorly describe animes to me and have <laughs> me pick from a list. <laughs> That's what you did. Don't be like, oh, Travis made the decision. No, Travis got half-truths and had to make a decision based on them. That's what happened. I very accurately described... The the options for shows that we could watch sir? instead of Promised Neverland. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. <laughs> Lies. So, Travis, what did uh, what did we end up watching today? We well, based on the description of a guy gets powers because he ate some dodgy food, I believe is exactly what you said. Uh, I believe my quote is. Uh, what what I sent you was uh, boy eats ill-advised jerky and punches ghosts, which is accurate. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that being said, the ill-advised jerky and the eating of it and the punching of ghosts, what we mean to say is Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes, episode one, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, which was a Shadow Show released in uh, 2020. Uh, for my history, as usual, uh, I watched the first several episodes, and then uh, it was the pandemic time, so everything got a bit overwhelming, and I completely lost track of it. So yeah, 
it's it's a fun time. I like a lot of the the monster designs, and um, it has a lot of character design tropes that I am a big fan of. Also, there's a decent chunk of body horror, which yay. Yeah, I think both of us kind of. Oh, I just told you my favorite uh, <laughs> horror series of all time is Hellraiser, and that's that's a lot of body horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um. So, uh, I guess we'll we'll kick this off. And speaking of Hellraiser, it's a very Hellraiser beginning because the entire room, what is going to be our, our protagonist, uh, Itadori, um, is bound in a room that's filled with candles, like in a big circular uh, design around him. And there's another person just sitting there with, I don't know, it looks like, uh, how would you describe the, this person's look? Like, I didn't think this was dangerous. It seemed more sexual because, like, there's like th- th- this, this stuff over the eyes and whatnot. I'm like, is, th- is this a sex thing, Joe? Th- <laughs> it's a hyper specific dungeon. Uh, the the dom at present, uh, Gojo, is blindfolded and just like talking some mess. Yeah. <laughs> who who am I speaking to? Which one of you is actually in there? Yeah. It's 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 some interesting role play for. Uh, our, our Shinto bondage dungeon. Sure, I uh, I think the rope work could have been a little better because I've seen some Japanese rope work, and that's art. Yeah, I think there's uh, an aesthetic <laughs> they they were going for. Like, yeah, I don't know if sure. uh, paper scrolls are are common in that practice. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the candles are though. Yes. <laughs> I can can confirm as somebody that knows several people that actually work in dungeons. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of our our beginning. We get a name drop of Jujutsu High, uh, and then we go into the OP. I like the opening. I think the visual style is just like here are a bunch of characters and a bunch of situations that aren't going to make any fucking sense from episode one. Oh, absolutely not. But I do like that we get a panda hero shot. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> when I saw that panda, I was like, wait a sec, uh, is this Tekken? <laughs> yeah! Is this just characters from Tekken? What the fuck is happening? Where's King and his jaguar ass? Se- se- season two. <laughs> uh, fair enough, fair enough. Good, good old wrestling jaguar. Yeah. I'm a cat. I wrestle. No, that that would be a bear thing. What even is this? Why that decision? They've also got like Kuma. They have a padder and a Kuma. Yeah. Sometimes you sometimes you just think about Tekken and you're like, oh yeah. All of the the, the anime movies that exist. Yeah, I mean basically it's like anime fighter, which originally was like I think Virtua Fighter. Mm-hmm. The old man doing the slow pace around the thing, and then he just walks up and touches you, and you're dead. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the opening. It's good. I like it. Im- imagery is fun. I um, it, it shows off a little bit of kind of the. There's a bit of blended CGI in the show that this kind of shows off a little bit. Yeah, the the you can definitely tell on the the scene on the bus where he's nodding off on the bus. You first see it, you can s- tell that's mixed media. Mm-hmm. We come out of the opening, uh, we find out our main character's name uh, is Yuji Itadori, and his grandpa is currently in the hospital. Yeah, he is a cranky bastard, too. (laughs) (laughs) Who's very concerned that Yuji goes to club? Yeah, I don't understand. Like, 
I know clubs are a thing in Japan, but it seems that are they that big a deal that like a grandpa would be like, no, I know that like I'm busy dying, but that club though. <laughs> well, they, they mentioned later that everyone in school has to be a part of a club. Um, but I also think that um, there's there's enough mysterious stuff that the grandpa alludes to later that it's like yeah. the occult club is relevant to stuff. Sure, sure. Even if they are, uh, you know, the Scooby Gang level of <laughs> of bad at what they do, <laughs> I I feel I feel like two characters we're about to meet the entire way through are just going to be things that get in trouble, so that Yuji <laughs> has to come in and fix it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm not wrong. They're just plot devices that have names. <laughs> like sometimes you need people in peril. <laughs> oh, good. Before we get more information on the club, we see a uh, black-haired character, like crazy spiky hair, uh, goes to a box um, and uh, is looking for a cursed object. They just like they just like say cursed object. It will mean something. We'll get to it later. Uh, but apparently it was supposed to be in a, like, I think they called it like a Stevenson cabinet or something. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I was going to ask you. <laughs> I've never heard of that. It just looks like a poorly designed uh, small, like, birdhouse yeah. on, 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 like, legs. <laughs> just hanging out in the middle. Oh, okay, I think I think we've got a, a Google search going on. Uh, so a a Stevenson screen is a shelter for me uh, meteorological instruments that, oh that actually gives me more questions than that <laughs> we've, we've gone backwards joe Huzzah! <laughs> because it's like in the middle of a fucking field and like that's not where you keep meteorological meteorological instruments really in the middle of like just a random field or cursed objects yeah. i feel like you would want to because, like, he walks up, and it's very clear there's been a padlock on it, but it's gone. It's like, if this is so dangerous, which we'll find out later on, it's very dangerous. No one should remove this ever. you think it'd be a bit more fucking secure. And not to jump ahead, <laughs> but, like, Yuji's like, oh, yeah, I found this. Motherfucker, you broke into somewhere. <laughs> That's clearly what you did. You didn't find shit. You did a B and E. You you did crimes of exploration. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, that's basically the characters I play when I role play. <laughs> so I I respect the game, <laughs> but uh, game respect game. You know, like I'm just liberating objects from where they're at. <laughs> uh, but yeah. He's he's kind of on the hunt hunt for this. Uh, oh, can can I go back? I just want I, I just want to point out that it's so weird because like he, he this character that's looking for this thing that's not in the Stevenson screen, uh, double threatens to punch the guy on the walkie talkie. <laughs> like, is he, he must be like a punchman or something? I don't know. Like that's how they introduce. Him. Like, you keep that up, you're gonna get punched. And then like he ends the scene with like, I really should punch him next time I yeah. see him. I'm like. That's a big focus for you, my guy. Big, big, big punch boy vibes. Uh, I will yeah. say, like, the guy on the other end is like, oh, the thing's missing? That's hilarious. Well, right. don't come back until you find it. Good luck, champ. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks to be you. And I'm out. <laughs> 
Yeah, we, we then move on to meet uh, Sasaki and Iguchi, who are the other members of the Occult Club. And at present, they are using a what looks like a homemade Ouija board to ask the spirits, uh, you didn't see the quote fingers, uh, what is stronger than the student council president? Which, um, what, why, what? <laughs> Excuse me? They use the power of ghosts to just neg a guy. It's a choice. <laughs> Which one of these ghosts is better than this nerd? <laughs> uh, the the answer that they come to is is a sea angel. Uh, and then they proceed when the student council president walks in. They proceed to call him like plankton president. Yeah. <laughs> Which I I will always have a soft spot for plankton. They they are the greatest character in JoJo Part Six. Um, you keep plankton out your dang mouth. <laughs> okay, I was I was thinking uh, SpongeBob. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that, that's my plankton reference. Truly, the dichotomy of us. Yeah. <laughs> F is for friends that do stuff together. Come on, man, you know the song. <laughs> U is for uranium bombs. Plankton confirmed. Big computer wife guy. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the suit council president runs in and is like, hey, this is an illegal club because technically you only have two members uh, since Yuji is signed up for the track and field club, uh, which is a surprise to everyone, but is immediately revealed like Takagi, the track and field coach, is like, yeah, I signed you up for my club because you're so good at sports. Yeah, I like that the person that we're supposed to be like, eh, nerd, whatever, and was the bad guy eventually becomes the voice of reason mm -hmm. in this scene because he says, look, you can change it back to whatever you had, uh, Yuji, if you defeat me in a track and field contest. <laughs> and like the president, he doesn't say it out loud. It's just like an inner monologue thing. It's like, wait, this is okay that somebody just changes the form that you filled out yourself? There are rules, damn it. I just don't follow the rules. Just a bureaucracy boy. This is hurting my soul. Just a humble bureaucracy boy. We we also learned in this scene that the entire rugby team got sick. I love this bit. The, it's <laughs> so good. Uh, the the occult club is like clearly there's ghosts happening. Yeah, there's this like long history of like why the field is haunted. Yeah, like is a, a construction worker like died on duty or like no started uh failing in work after working yeah. on it and then he was buried at the rugby field question mark <laughs> to which the president goes no it was it was ticks yeah <laughs> ticks is why everyone is sick and then they kind of quickly describe what a tick is i don't know if ticks are not necessarily usually native to japan i have no clue i know we get them here yeah, I love that we get the the science diagrams, and then his like speech speeds up as he goes through like the the diseases you can get from ticks. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, it's totally ticks. There's nothing going on with the rugby field. Uh, we get our black haired guy walking through the school, and there's just like ghosts swimming under the rugby field. So it is ghosts. I I love that visual, and I was like, oh fuck, this is so cool. Yeah, it even climbs up out of the rugby field and perches upon the uh, the post, the goalpost. Yeah, yeah, that kind of mimics like um, 
there was like a flashback in the when they were describing the ghost situation in the room field. There was like a one of the posts like vibrated. So it's neat. Yeah, it is neat. Uh, from there, let's see. Uh, we mentioned cursed objects again, and then I think we flashed to the the contest, right? Yes. Yeah. There's a big hubbub and a blackhead character. Uh, we'll we learned his name. We'll, we'll get to it. Um, yeah, he gets kind are of. You, are, you, are you talking about Fushi Fushiguro? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if you couldn't remember the name. I was like, oh, I got it written down. There's no way I'm ahead of you on this. Yeah. My yeah. note taking versus yours. Insane. If I know a name and you don't, it's it's Fushiguro. We'll, we'll just call him that from 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 the now on. Uh, but yeah, it's he gets swept up in this hubbub that uh, is is the contest between Takagi. And Yuji, uh, it's a shot put challenge. Yeah, it's it's big Morpheus is fighting Neo, you guys, uh, energy. <laughs> what? Everybody in the school's like, oh shit, this is going down. Yeah. We learn that Yuji has a nickname that is the the Tiger of West Middle. And uh Takagi like hits, I think it's like four meters off the world record for shot put. And then they start describing Yuji as uh the reincarnation of it's Mirko Krokop, which yeah. is a still very alive MMA <laughs> <Yeah>. fighter. <laughs> I fucking love this. Yes, yeah, the reincarnation. Wait, he's still alive. Yeah, he uh, he has a very successful school that he trains fighters out of. Because <laughs> he's like one of the the first big names. Like, yeah, the the Krokop school produced a lot of really tough fighters. Such a such a weird thing to pick. Like, out of all things, like. <laughs> I don't get it, but it's a fun choice. <laughs> yeah, it's a good pull. Yeah. So yeah, he's he he runs this 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 school of successful fighters. He also imbued his spirit, which gives the person the power to yeet a shot put. I think like thirty meters or so, and like just embed it right. in some goal posts with with no trouble yeeting it like a baseball, mind you. <laughs> this shot put. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I love the. I can throw this any way I want, right? Yeah, sure. Why not? Yeet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I want to. I want to see him fuck up a caber toss. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Just <laughs> does yeeting ghosts. All right. So defeated, the coach must uh, must let him. Uh... Oh well. Wait. No. Actually, after that. Members of the club come up and go, whoa, you're like way too good at this. You should definitely do this. And he's like, well, no, you said I, if I join this club, I don't have to do shit. Yeah. And I need to be done by like five o'clock. That's it. You hear me? Five o'clock. I'm fucking out. I'm clicking out. Yeah. And track and field will not allow me to do that. So I'm a ghost boy. Uh, he notices the time, and it's like, oh, I've got to go check up on Grandpa. He he runs by Fukushiro, and Fukushiro gets a vibe. Yeah, he's like, oh, strong cursed object energy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's a smell? Like, I, <laughs> I smell the musk of cursed object on you. <laughs> I feel the funk of an ancient curse placed upon you. <laughs> so... Um, he tries to stop uh, Yuji, but apparently Yuji can also accelerate like a car. Yuji's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not a human. <laughs> it's it's pretty clear that from the very beginning, 
So something's up, and we're actually about to get to this a little bit. Mm-hmm. Although they did a stupid plot device thing that were like, "Oh, we're going to hint at this," but you'll know by I'm gonna say like three quarters through the season, something <laughs> trying is going to happen, and then the revelation of what's really up with it mm-hmm. is going to come out. That's that's the plot device we're about to plant with Grandpa. Yeah. So Yuji goes to buy flowers, not for Grandpa, but for the nurse who who takes care of him, and. Uh... <laughs> As as much as it's just like he dies before relevant information or is like completely blown off relevant information. Like grandpa's like, hey, I need to talk about your parents. And Yuji just says, Hey, you don't you don't need to pretend to be cool before you die. Like it's it's <laughs> I love that. He, he's so nonchalant, casual, like, yo, you don't have to be like this cool dude that like in and face death like all like nonchalant. It's okay. <laughs> he's like, but no, I need to tell you something about your parents. He's like, I don't really want to hear it. Yeah. I'm like, my dude, if your grandpa is dying and you literally are trying to take care of his ass and he's like, I need to pass on this information. There's no way you're going like, no, shh, shh, dying grandpa. Just let it happen. I do do think there's like, there's an element of um, this is unexpected rather than like he had something terminal because I feel like if if you didn't know he was gonna go, you'd be like, yes, please, say say words. I don't know because he literally says like you don't have to be all cool uh, about the fact that you're dying. I think yeah, I think it's it's sort of just like being somewhat glib and like rather than confronting the situation of just like yeah yeah, I'm gonna make a joke about it. you don't need to be cool, don't worry about it. But Granddad does say something before he goes. Uh, he basically says that Yuji is is strong, and because of that, you you have great power. You must have the great responsibility of <laughs> taking care of he, others. He Uncle Ben's the shit out of his death speech. <laughs> uh, so Yuji or Peter Parker, take <laughs> your pick. <laughs> he also says, uh, you know, if if you do that, then you won't die alone. Like I'm about to in five seconds turns over. <laughs> Yeah, like, he just rolls over and, like, body doesn't even fight. He's just like, I'm out, dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the fucked up thing is the the reaction that he has to this. I don't know if it's just a, in Japan, you're supposed to, in public at least, always kind of keep your shit together or whatever. But, like, he handles the death real nonchalant. <laughs> Yeah, I think the the intri- the reaction is interesting initially where he like calls the nurse for help and then there's that realization that he's passed and he's just like very much like it you can see it on his face that he is is taking it hard. And then he says something uh later as he's like filling out the the information to like certify the death that like you know, he's seen people die before, so it doesn't feel real at the moment. Which I think is an interesting. No, I I I got that because I know when my grandfather passed, um, I kind of had that. Like me and my cousin were sitting outside, uh, just like, and and smoking cigarettes and be like, this does not feel real. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the fact, but my brain is not processing said fact. So I could see that. But the thing is, like, when he's filling out those forms, the nurse is like, says so something checking in on him mentally and he's like well my grandfather wouldn't want me to mope and i'm like jesus christ that's quick <laughs> yeah yeah and i think also like the 
he he makes a joke about like uh, about roasting his grandfather, and the the nurse says freezing, which <laughs> apparently that's made into Japanese anime. All right, Vil- villain of the show Shannon uh, <laughs> making splashes with her contribution to Archer. Uh, now infecting Japan, so good job, Shannon and crew for Archer. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're about to have a a chat with Fukushima, but I think with the grandfather's death, that is enough of a hey. The story's about to change up fairly drastically, and once again, there isn't like a bah, episode break, so I'm gonna call this our episode. All right. stuff <laughs> yeah help us fight capitalism by giving us money <laughs> <laughs> yes fund fund our resistance that is just making goofs um yes we we have a patreon that is patreon.com forward slash wtf anime show uh where at the moment and probably for the future uh for literally as little as a dollar a month uh, you can listen to all of our previous bonus stuff and any bonus stuff that comes in the future. Uh, I've kind yeah. of set it up so it's like, pay what you want, basically, and we'll do early episodes and any bonus stuff that we we do. There, there was at one point long ago uh, talk of a an anime role playing game run by friend of the show and current doctoral candidate uh, <laughs> Alan Sells. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, so I don't know that I'm not promising anything but like, it's a possibility. You never know. Yeah, It could happen. Alan's doing a lot of fun stuff, uh, which means that um, our Black Butler series of you, like, they'll, they'll be a hot minute, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, he lives in my state now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we, we have like a decent chunk of time of uh, season stuff. We have done Death Parade. Uh, we've done uh, half of the first season of Black Butler. Then we jumped to the Book of Circus because chronological order. Yeah, doing it in <laughs> timeline, yeah. Uh, and yeah, we have a bunch of movie reviews, including the angriest I've ever been, yelling about Atlantis. I forgot that movie existed <laughs> until you just said that, and now I'm a little angry again, because that... That was too long a story where nothing fucking happens. <laughs> God damn it, chill. I, it's, I'm so mad because I do like Loop on the Third in general as a as a uh, media franchise. As an episodic but... thing, it's probably all right, but like uh, that entire ass movie was pointless and dumb. Uh, the recent movie was really good. I will say. I'll t- I'll take your word. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe you won't have to take my word, and we'll do it later. Uh... Yeah, yeah, fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. But yeah, we have Patreon. Check it out if you want, or don't. I don't care. You could sign up for a dollar, listen to everything, and never speak of us again. Feel free to. <laughs> uh, that is that is my apology for we've been gone for several years. <laughs> do as thou wilt. Uh, well, depression and pandemics are a bitch. What do you want? <laughs> it happens. But with that, I think we can jump back into the show. Yeah. Yeah. Music stuff.
A recent dead grandpa. <laughs> a mysterious man. Previously on Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> Breaking. Breaking <laughs> news. Grandfather dead. Didn't go out like a cool guy. Mmm. Uncle bend the fuck out of his grandson. Tonight at six. Yes. Fujiro finds Yuri, and then we get a bunch of exposition about cursed objects. And um, what what I really like is the explanation uh, that like hospitals and schools always have a lot of negative emotions surrounding them, and that's like mm, yummy yummy for for ghosts. So they mm -hmm. have like really heavily cursed objects like planted at certain locations to kind of like ward off. But if the seals ever get weakened, that's like fucking bait to all sorts of of ghosty goos. Yeah, it's 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 so weird the way they described this. It it almost sounded like the idea of like why your mouth is full of bacteria is only because that bacteria doesn't hurt you mm -hmm. and won't let other bacteria in that would. Yeah. Uh, except for, you know, bad mojo. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like vaccines, but magic. Yeah. Except Fushiguro says that Although they, they say that it helps, it's actually kind of a lie. It never really works because mm -hmm. eventually, like you said, those seals break down and then the bad thing that's supposed to pre pre uh, be protecting everybody is what's going to murder everybody because about 10,000 people a year disappear or die due to curses in Japan, according to him. Yeah, it's very, like, short-term solutions. Yeah, yeah. Like, th is there no one working on, like, how to just prevent this at all without, like, you know, the, the bad thing? Maybe there's some sort of magical order of sorcerers that go around punching ghosts. Right, but they, we still have the cursed object bullshit thing. <laughs> like, yeah, we've still got those just lying around. If, if they've been working on this for a while, I'd figure there'd be less of that. <laughs> like, less than 10,000 people a year would be dying from it. <laughs> Well, I'm not one to talk about uh, large uh, structures uh, preventing thousands of people from dying a year due to inactivity. I mean, Joe, you're in England and I'm in America. I don't think either one of us is allowed to weigh in on this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to note for the audience the stare into the camera. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, Joe went dead in the eyes for a second. <laughs> but yes. Um, uh, Yuji reveals that uh, yeah, the occult club have it. I just have the box. It's it's empty. And uh, Fushiro says like, oh, so the vibe that I got that was so strong was just from the fucking box. This is bad. Yeah, that if if the curse stink is that bad <laughs> from just the thing that it was hanging out in, not great. So he goes like, wait, where, where the hell is the thing inside the box? And he's like, oh, my senpai, uh, you know, really took a liking to it. So I just gave it to him. Yeah. As, as long as they're not like unwrapping it right now, it shouldn't be an issue presently. We then cut over to the occult club unwrapping. The <laughs> <cast> <laughs> trying at least right now. Yeah. <laughs> like it won't, the paper won't come off. Scratch, scratch, scratch. Oh, stupid Scooby gang. <laughs> this will not be the first, uh, this might be the first, but I feel like it is not the last time something is going to attempt to eat you. <laughs> Perhaps maybe every damn episode, like you are the ghost uh, lightning rods. <laughs> yeah, some, something about like them releasing the cuss is like a law now. 
Yeah. Who knows? You smell edible. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of edible, um, they finally unwrap, uh, and it's just like it's a piece of jerky. <laughs> no, Joe, that is a finger. That is a finger that is mummified. Yeah. <laughs> Long pork jerky? Well, I don't know that necessarily that came from a human. We find out it comes from something, and we get a name, and I forgot to write it down, but... I, I have the name. We'll, we'll... Okay, uh, that doesn't matter. We're not going to find that out right now. I mean, you say that a mummified finger isn't edible, but the Egyptology craze of Victorian England would beg to differ. Okay, and that's <laughs> fair. And even even Futurama made uh, made that joke about the four thousand year old mummified ruler of some planet or whatever, mm -hmm. and like somebody was eating him, and he was like, "Hey, that was mine. He was teriyaki style." Yeah. So fair, fair enough. Uh, and then some fucking monsters show up. Yeah. Um, I like the monster design in in this show it reminds me a lot of like some hp lovecraft bullshit mm -hmm. where things are just very outside the norm like eyes on uh tongues and and shit like that some some azathoth crawling chaos bs yeah eyes eyes for days uh the big one that they'll fight later like gives me like it looks like fairly like squishy and organic but like it's general makeup gives me like centipede vibes it's it's very yeah, cool it is very cool um man you know i think if you ever do like a, a live action of this i'd want it done with like the people that were responsible for the practical effects on uh the thing mm -hmm. and i think it could work out i think you would you, you could have gross gross goo uh goo puppets uh and it would be a cool live action but I also know how live action animes go, so please don't ever do this in live action. <laughs> I I will I will put down money that there is one in the works. Yeah, you think? Did was this that big a show when it came out? Yeah, yeah, like it's pretty. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh no, it's not. Um, yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, here's the other thing that anime does is uh, when they do live action, sometimes they do it as stage plays. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anyone hasn't seen the Death Note musical, I highly fucking recommend it. <laughs> I have not seen the Death Note musical. I don't know that I want to. I'll send you a thing later. It's really good. I I'm just curious what Ryuk looks like. Oh, that I, I will send you his and um, uh, Ren's song. Uh, so oh good. no. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, monster design cool. We wish they were practical, but. We know inevitably they wouldn't be if they were in live action. Right. Uh, that does make me think. What do they? How do they represent that in this stage play? Is it like puppets? Is it like people? Like the the only thing I can think of is like the Chinese dragon. Yeah, like a, like the costume where it's several people piloting one costume. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I'm not saying it would be good, but <laughs> I, I could see how that would be how that would work out. So yeah. Yuji and Fujishira are, like, on their way to go and save them. We have Sasaki, like, hiding from a monster who is, like, asking what the time is. And I feel like this is a very specific reference to a yokai that I'm not familiar with. Okay, I was going to question about that because it certainly wanted to know what the time is. And later we get somebody referencing time and era. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, is that just a thing with them? Like, they're very concerned about the time? 
or when it is like is there supposed to be some some date some time where all things align and like now it's 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 monster time baby woo yeah there's there's a lot of like yokai that have a very specific thing that they ask uh like the the answer to it there's like the there's like the toilet ghost that asks you if you want red toilet paper or blue uh, if you ask for red, it'll do a stab on you. If you ask for blue, it'll strangle you to death. So there's not a there's not an answer. <laughs> there's not an answer where this works out for you. You're no, just, you're just fucked. Oh, toilet ghost, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, if you're scared shitless, you're at least where you want to be. Yeah. Red or blue, purple. That just means it does both to you. Which <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do this, get it quick. <laughs> We also see that Aguchi is getting, like, nommed on by, like, a smaller ghost. And then Fugishiro says, like, Yuji, you stay here. I'm going to go protect everyone and uh, runs forward and starts kicking ghosts' ass. He summons puppers, which is delightful. We always like when dogs are powers. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Stylized uh, wolves. And we see him kind of flying through the building, blah, 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 blah. And then he kind of runs into a snag because... We've got the the big bads. We see the main goop monster for for this episode, you know, doing the omnoms on the uh, the useless members of the occult <laughs> society <laughs> or club. I'm sorry, not society club. And then we're gonna flash back to outside where Yuji is having his Peter Parker moment, <laughs> <laughs> where he's like, "Remember, like." Three hours ago, when my grandpa was still alive, and he told me that uh, <laughs> that I need to be not like him, and I need to help people. And ta-da! Yeah, he says he says um, I want these people to have proper deaths. I, I that was very weird. Like the, he's very death focused mm-hmm. in like a very weird way. Like he's the arbiter of deaths. Like. Good one, bad one, and no, everyone should have a good one now. I'm going to be a hero so that you die the way I intend. Yeah, I think it's I think it's because it's articulated with uh, the the grandpa saying you need to have people around you. Like he thinks that like a proper death is dying surrounded by people that you love peacefully with, by people you love, not like violently ripped apart by uh, a, a, a curse. Technically, not a ghost. They call him a curse. Yeah, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you just keep calling it ghosts, and I'm like, I'll roll with it, but also they keep calling them curses. I'm actually the curses. Yes, yeah. you are correct. I know. Fine. I am technically correct. The best, <laughs> the best kind, kind of correct. Of correct. <laughs> so we cut back to uh, Fugashiro uh, not being able to reach Sasaki in time before she gets at, and Yuji drop kicks through a window. That is not on the ground floor. Right. I don't <laughs> understand where he's... Like, he's swinging in from somewhere, and I'm like, you really are Spider-Man, aren't you? It's the only explanation. And then he punches the ghost so hard in the um, head. Uh, that... Travis, curse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with your nomenclature now, Joe. Eat my ass. <laughs> uh, so anyways, the Gers, 
Ghost and curse combined. Ha! Gets punched so hard in one of its heads that it drops its uh, human snacks. We we then find out that it wasn't necessarily after Sasaki. Uh, Sasaki has the the finger, and um, uh, Fukushiro says like it wants to eat that because if you eat it, you get like curse powers. So I'm assuming that that all the curses function on a Highlander style <laughs> um, thing, where like if you consume another curse, you become more powerful. <laughs> You get its quickening, I believe, mm-hmm. is the term from Highlander. Yeah. 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 So it's like Highlander and Spider-Man <laughs> had a baby. It's the show. <laughs> and also just ghosts. Curses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, we we beat the shit out of this thing. And in the background, we watched the the wolves that uh, Fushiguro uh, summoned tear apart and eat uh, this monster. So, again, curses eaten curses. Yes, that is the big thing. You need to have cursed energy to banish a ghost, uh, which we find out as Fushiguro gets his shit wrecked uh, and like can't think properly, and the the ghost banish. And uh, Yuji jumps in to begin beating the shit out of the curse. Right. Okay. So we defeat first monster. We we get the finger, and I think this is where we hear the name of uh, uh of who that finger belonged to at some time. Joe, you said you had it written down. Uh, yeah, it is the title of the episode. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's yeah, it's yeah. Ryoma Sakuna, which we don't know much about Ryoma uh, Sakuma, but apparently this is their jerkied finger, <laughs> and so. Then we get the breakdown of like if you eat it, you get you get the ghost powers because Yuji's like, what does it taste good? <laughs> uh, because every shonen character has to have some <laughs> weird food obsession. <laughs> you can't not. It's just the rules, okay? It's basically the rules, <laughs> yeah. Um, so as their question, we get what I thought was like a really cool shot. It's like an underneath shot. And we see the, the, the next contender for let, let me eat that, uh, that fingy mm-hmm. coming through the ceiling. And it's another many eyed goopy monsters. Like I said, uh, eyeballs on tongue. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That's this guy. And that's when Fushiguro gets wrecked. I think, I think I think we kind of skipped a part where another ghost came came along, and I, I wanted to get back. Yeah, to there's an amorphous blob of many many curses, but this one is the bigger one. There there is always a bigger curse. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Yuji jumps in to to do a protect. Get we get that information of only curses can beat curses. So Yuji's just like, oh, so I've just got to eat this thing. That's fine. I have been cunningly wrapped up and ensnared enough so I'm only holding onto this finger by my mouth. This is so easy. Yeah, fl- flips the head back and and, and swallows the... Uh, th- First of all, that's impressive that you can take an entire finger and just swallow it down. Like, I can I can swallow a pill w- without water, but, like, an entire jerky finger? I think I'd have some trouble. And nail first as well. I feel like you right, did this like- the wrong way. <laughs> Yeah, we should say, like, it's not like a trimmed fingernail either. This is a fucking claw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, impressive work. What are you doing later, Yuji? <laughs> <laughs> what that mouth do? Yeah, right? 
uh, apparently what usually does is just fucking immediately annihilate. Just one, just bap, yep. curse gone. Yeah, just straight up does like a Hadouken style punch, <laughs> and the force, the force of it just rips the ghost apart, or curse. Now you've got me stuck on ghost, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> ghost or curse if you're nasty. Yeah. We then get possibly my favorite scene. I love this so much. <laughs> so Ryoma Takuda is just yucking it up. Just maniacal laugh. Like, what a beautiful era to be birthed into. So many women and children. It'll be a goddamn massacre. Yeah. Yeah. So we should probably describe that uh, Yuji has... has changed appearance a little bit he's got some some tattoo work now a second set of eyes that are next to his normal eyes mm-hmm. yeah uh and this is when we find out that apparently the cursed object has manifested mm-hmm. according to uh fushiguro which all right we're learning things about cursed objects now they can they can manifest or i assume what he means is possess. Yeah. But, you know, tran- lost in translation sometimes. Um, so, yeah. Um, at this point, Fushiguro says, you know, well, under the rules of blah, 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 blah. I forget what, what his organization is called. Uh, the I got to murder you because you are jujutsu. It's like the first thing in the show. Yeah. <laughs> but what's what's a kaisen then? It's a word, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so like yo, I got to I got to murder you because them's the rules, bud. <laughs> Sorry. And then we see that oh, look. Again, remember how we kept hinting that Fuji's not the normal? <laughs> and he said it's a one in a million shot. Well, Fuji starts to take control back of his body and <laughs> we even get Ryoman going like, wait, how are you doing this? And he's like, I don't know, it's my body. <laughs> it's my body. <laughs> Why would not I be able to do this? Like, I love that it's not like everything stops. It's like Ryoman like rips the shirt off, like cackles and then just like grabs himself by the mouth and like steps back. And that's where we get like the whole, why are you, how, how, how are you doing this? It's, it's so good. I love this scene. I think if it were if it were said with any kind of intensity, the scene's ruined. But the casual yeah. nonchalance <laughs> is really what what sells this scene. It's really what makes it. Mm-hmm. That was a good bit of direction on whoever whoever was the director for this. I, I love the fun dichotomy of like the the voice switching up and yeah yeah it's, it's good. Yeah, we don't get a we don't get an ending. We just kind of have credits panning over as uh, Fugashiro is like, okay, I need to take you down because you have grown too powerful. But I did send Travis the the ending. I don't know if you watched it. Oh shit, I forgot because <laughs> you sent me this and I was like, wait, I thought we were doing <laughs> Promise Neverland, and I'm like, oh shit, well now I've got to hurry up and watch this. So. I hurried up and watched this and completely forgot that you had <laughs> sent me that ending on YouTube. <laughs> so I did not. But Joe, by all means, tell me what happens during the ending. Why don't we have the ending on this? Uh, so we don't have the ending because it's it it like runs over uh, the the regular time, and this isn't like oh, okay. yeah, it's not like a it's a fairly common thing of like things if they they run over, and quite often anime will have its like ending in the second episode, or at least for, like, shonen shows, I feel like that's uh, mm. regular enough, because it's like, this is the first episode, you've got to establish, like, a bunch of stuff. 
Right. First first episodes are all about building out that world, and sometimes there's a lot of world. Yeah. Or just ghosts. Curse. Curses. Also, the vibe of the ending is um, very different <laughs> from where we end the first episode. It does one of my favorite things in anime openings, with, uh, in anime endings, which is just the characters are dancing. <laughs> I just love it so much. And it has like this sort of silhouette-y, watercolor-y look to it. And the track is... Hold on. What? What is the track? I'm picturing something like a... a, a oh. What's his name? Um, one of my favorite impressionists that loves watercolors, uh, like like a Rembrandt kind of like flowery. Everything kind of has a weird haze glow to it. Yeah, it's kind of like it has it has the borders of the body, and then it's just the colors are like bleeding out of the. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I love that shit. Uh, yeah, watch it. Uh, so it's uh, "Lost in Paradise" by Ali, who was was last seen by us as doing uh, the opening song to. Be stars, which is still one of my favorite openings ever, <laughs> and it's it's very like it's very disco, but also like a lot of like jazz influence. It's it's a good track. It's a good time. Uh, thematically, it's very different from where we sure, are. So sure, sure, probably a good idea. I'm just thinking of Radio Flyer now because you because <laughs> <laughs> you said discoy kind of bouncing. I'm like, oh yeah, that yeah, track. Yeah, there's 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 a little bit of that that talk. So that was Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah, it certainly was. Yeah. What did you think of this as a, as a first episode? I think that this would have been better with more. Okay. First, this first episode felt rushed to get everything in. It's a super interesting idea, but I felt like the action was hurried. Mm -hmm. We had Grandpa die, and then like two hours later, we've... We haven't even taken a pause for any of this. It's just like, now I go be a hero. And the story's good. I just feel like they were like, all right, this is going to be a TV show, so we have to fit it in this frame. And the story they're trying to tell probably would have done better stretched out. Yeah, I feel like there's there's a bit more pressure with kind of shonen shows to... right. Have, get, get on with it. Get on and have action. Like, make sure you you have stakes, and then you have a fight scene, and everything else is kind of like sure. I love the world and the idea, though. Yeah. Like, I I I would watch more of this. I think that we can do more interesting things, and there's more. I want to know what's up with his parents. <laughs> it's not like uh, dad dad's uh, secret, you know, uh, in the basement uh, door that uh, what you call it had that. They never resolve for like years and years. And you're like, no, you don't plant it. <laughs> you don't plant that and then wait years. That's wrong. Mm -hmm. What is that show, Joe? Uh, Attack, uh, on Attack on Titan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fucking dad's secret basement. Which <laughs> apparently they did find out what's in the basement. But I, I stopped caring about Attack on yeah. Titan. when it's like, ah, oh, he's a Japanese nationalist. Incredible. Now all the Nazi symbology makes a lot of sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could see it. I don't <laughs> like it, but I could see it. Mm -hmm. So uh, that is the thing. Uh, that is the episode. Did you have any more thoughts, notes, or shall we start heading towards the end? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like my only note is like it's it's a fun watch. I I love the the kind of creature design. I think like the. From from what I remember, like the show, uh, like it, it gets 
it gets more ensemble. Like we get some more monsters, and like the actual what what I re- will really say is like I really like the the kind of narrative reason they have for uh, Yuji to like be on the path of a hero that that gets fleshed out a little bit more a bit later. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's 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 kind of yeah. neat. I do like it. I, I would I would full series this with you. That's what, that's that's how how much I enjoyed or am intrigued by episode one. Nice. Like if that's any kind of scale on which to grade. Yeah. Like it's not going to be like you know Future Diaries where it just gets increasingly more painful to watch. <laughs> At least I hope this doesn't get increasingly more painful to watch. Because man, episode one's bill of goods is not what happens in future diaries as you go on. No, no, no. Boy, boy, does that show get worse. <laughs> yeah, exponentially so. Um, yeah, that's that'll be the thing. So, Travis, Travis. All right. So, <laughs> so here's the thing, and we did this last time, and you guys don't know about this, but during the pandemic, I kind of quit smoking and i barely vape now too so like the the old gravel is gone i can't i can't do the next time as well as i could well maybe i can i don't know so we're gonna switch it up and and we're gonna keep trying a few different things and see how we end up or maybe i just mad lib it every time and we'll see what happens there so this time since we already did it earlier the (laughs) next time on wtf anime zounds some bullshit Next time is our 69th episode. Nice. And of course, we have to do something thoroughly horny. Um, so yeah, I, uh, th- there are so many options for a horny <laughs> anime. That's like 90% of anime, Joe. <laughs> um, but what I thought would be fun, because it's been in the news relatively recently, of getting a second season, which is interesting, uh, but we are going to be doing uh, Japan's response to American cartoons as we watch Panty and Stocking with Garterbelt, episode one. Panty and Stocking with Garterbelt. Mm-hmm. Just fuck it. Not even gonna... <laughs> ta- this is what it is. Like, <laughs> maximum horny engage. <laughs> All right. I have a feeling that I'm going to hate this, Joe. The, this, is, this is a show that I think you will either... Be a fan of the satire, or will find it thoroughly obnoxious. Ooh, that's my vibe. <laughs> there's there's very little room in between those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not a lot of middle ground there. <laughs> not a lot of middle ground. But uh, yeah, okay. So, panty and stocking with garter belt. Hell of an order. Uh, Episode one. Uh, it's it's also worth saying for your benefit because I've gotten in trouble for this in the past. Uh, the double sub are fine. Uh, they're they're both like very perfect for the show's vibe. Generally speaking, when I watch, uh, I'll do, I'll do the dub, but I put subtitles on, and the subtitles are still the same. They don't ever change those, so I'm kind of getting both. It's actually kind of nice to do it that way because you get to see the the choices that were made in the translation and sometimes that can make things clearer not less yeah yeah i think the the dub versus sub for this is very like it's very performance it's not like necessary this isn't like something 
so profound that it's going to be like, what is the interesting differences between the translation? It's what kind of delivery do you want repent motherfuckers in? What is what is your brand? <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. So I I guess that that's it for episode sixty-eight. Yeah, let's let's do our usual end of end of show thing that I totally remember the order of. Uh, so if you have enjoyed this this program, uh, feel free to follow us on Twitter at WTF Anime Show. If you would like to contact the show, we are at uh, we are WTF Anime Show at gmail.com. If you would like to email, uh, if you would send us a carrier pigeon. Uh, we will have a uh, rookery for the show uh, with our return, uh, so you can send those in. Um, and if you are interested in following me on Twitter, I am at Joe Travis. All right. If you want to contact me on the Twitters, I am at Dicelobber, D-I-C-E-L-O-B-B-E-R. And uh, I do not run the WTF anime handle. That's uh, that's uh, Josepher over there. And... Uh, <laughs> As such, oh, I'm going to have to change my Twitter handle again because it makes no sense. It was it, I just realized that because that was a joke that we made in the uh, Promised Neverland episode that's yeah. never going to air. Oop. Uh fuck. Anyways, yeah. I don't run WTF anime, so you're going to have to tag me uh in there as well or I'm just not going to see it cuz I'm bad at Twitter to begin with. Uh so yeah, uh and uh, yeah, I think that's that's it enjoy uh the, the the like the comments the the algorithms we're also on youtube i guess WTF oh yeah i forgot about that yeah. oh so much you have one whole episode um one whole episode <laughs> yes other things that we do here um is i pimp my bullshit because i do i'm doing a lot at the moment so I'm a fairly regular contributor to uh third floor wars on twitch uh their role playing game streams uh, we played Bites, I've played in some Star Wars, I've played some Call of Cthulhu. I also played like this really interesting storyteller game uh, called the Isabel, uh, that's very like gothic horror. Uh, I, I I was a fan. Um, I also, hey, this got announced. I'm writing a webcomic. <laughs> right? That was news to me the that's other day. I'm like, <laughs> I've kept it so under wraps. <laughs> right? You have like you you didn't say a damn word to me, fucker. No, I was I was asked by my artist. Fair. So shush, you. Yeah, I can't as branch. I can't as LB. Uh, more information forthcoming, but it's a modern, uh, uh, an urban fantasy, sort of slice of lifey, sort of horror, uh, webcomic about the chosen of Artemis, uh, dealing with day to day life. Uh, we've got a dual hand librarian. We've got a demonic lawyer. We've got an occult fight club. It's great. Huh. Huh. I wonder where I've seen some of this. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, uh, until next time, hopefully you have all heard this episode. <laughs> right. So, I guess, bye. Bye. Sex. You know, I was going to say we should probably sink, but then I remembered. <gasps> we don't have oh! to!
Incredible. No, we don't. Yeah. At least, at least for seven days, and, and we'll figure out. We'll go from there. We'll see how this first experience is. It sounds like it's going to shave a lot of time off of an editing process. Yay! Which is sounds delightful, because while I've never edited, I understand the mechanics of how that works, and it sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I've edited a fair decent amount in my time. In my day. <laughs> we, we paid all this money for this thing. To be two, two white dudes <laughs> on the internet. Huzzah. It's never been done before. It's bold. It's a brave, <laughs> it's a brave take. It's very brave. Hmm. It's, a, it's a brave direction. Um, I feel like what we could do to revolutionize the podcast industry is have a guest on who has been removed from social media. Ooh, yeah. You know, give that, give them a voice, give them a platform. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, hmm, what do you think? Um, should we go with Peterson? <laughs> Seems, I don't know. I, I mean, he just doesn't get out there enough. Yeah. Also, I like Kermit the Frog as a character and he kind of sounds like him. So that's pretty rad. Yeah, I'm a big fan of sticking it to woke moralists. <laughs> you know what, Jordan Peterson, and can we get like special extra guest, Benny Shaps? <laughs> Man who believes dry vaginas are a thing that is the way they work. You know, as as having a wife who is a doctor, he would he would have the experience. Joe, I still think that you have a better understanding <laughs> of how vaginas work <laughs> than Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> I at least will will talk to people about it rather than just making assumptions. He has kids, right? Uh, I hope not. I don't know. I'm almost certain he does uh, to use as a political prop. Could be. He's just a very angry boy because I've read some... Of, he wanted to be a Hollywood writer mm -hmm. back in the day, and I don't know if you've read anything that he has written, but it is terrible. <laughs> Like real bad. Yeah, I was just aware that he he failed on that, and seems to be a, a a pipeline of assuming you can get very far. Yeah, um, the right wing has a huge uh, what they call failed comedian pipeline. Mm -hmm. There's so many people that tried to be comedians and just couldn't hack it, and then they're like, "What if racism?" <laughs> and then people gave them money. Aha! <laughs> uh -huh. I know the real reason I cannot succeed in this field. It's the woke mob. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Go hang out with Gina Caranas. <laughs>